Lorenzo for being on the podcast. Appreciate it. Looking forward to having a chat and um, hearing about your story. And first of all, we like to start with some quick fire questions. So, Lorenzo, what is your coffee order? Coffee order? Flat, <laughs> fat, flat white. Love it. Great answer. What gets you up in the morning? Uh, not my alarm clock. I just wake up and I um, jump out of bed, check out the Saturday, whether or not it's a work day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I have no problem jumping out of bed. Yeah, that's good, that's good. Don't even need an alarm. First overseas trip on the list. Oh, I'd like to go back to Venice again. Mm. Uh, but the South of France also sounds pretty spectacular. Mm. Um, but I know I might have booked something in Fiji. Have you? Oh, June. yeah. Nice. Enjoy that in June. That's good. What are you reading or listening to right now? Uh, I sometimes travel uh, for my jobs in the car, so I do a few um, um, audiobooks uh, downloaded from the library, and um, it's on all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. So, what's the last one I had? Um, non-fiction? Fiction? What's your sort of... Uh, actually, quite a lot of non-fiction. Yeah. Cool. Quite a lot of non-fiction. Mm-hmm. Leadership books or management <laughs> books, business books? Uh, it's, a, it's a range. Uh, sometimes sometimes it's about um, sort of business stuff. Sometimes it's about just, um, it might be a, um, a, a get well or fitness type thing. It might be some autobiography mm-hmm. about somebody. Yeah, cool. No, you're speaking my language, that's cool. Nice. When are you most relaxed? Well, apart from sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> When I'm most relaxed. Um, you showed me some great videos of you diving yesterday. Uh, pretty, pretty took, took yesterday. It's good to take, take time off every now and again. So um, yesterday I was pretty relaxed and I was, you know, under the water having a fish. Yeah. Very relaxing. Awesome. That's cool. First ever job. My first ever job was a paper round. Mm, yeah. Nice. Delivering, delivering the New Zealand Herald. That is a popular answer. Yeah, that's good. Cool. So, Lorenzo, you are the business owner, founder of Urban Solutions. I'm the co-founder. The I co-founded it in 2001 with my twin brother. Oh, wow. Um, and since then, uh, we were running it until about 2015. Um, and I took over. He had another um, another interest. He followed. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's been very consistent in terms of what we offer, in terms of... Um, engineering project management uh, and we've worked in a huge range of infrastructure projects. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so that gives a good understanding. So, who who's Lorenzo? When someone asks you, who who is Lorenzo? What comes up for you? Uh, who's Lorenzo? He's a range of characters. Yeah, I like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in, in my business setting um, at work, people call me Lorenzo. Um, and there's another character who's the, fa- the family family friends guy who they call Larry. Oh, um, I know that. So yeah, it's good to have these, all these different lives because it just it just it just makes it more much richer life. Mm-hmm. And during the work the work side of things, um, yeah, you just it just you just makes you a lot more sort of um, onto it and productive, mm. a lot more energy. Yeah, nice. So who am I? Um, in the work context, um, I'm a civil engineer. Uh, I'm a project manager. I'm one of the people who say yes and and can do and and get a lot out of getting things done. Mm-hmm. Cool. Especially when um, especially when people give me a lot of resources and trust me. Um, yeah. yeah, it's really great getting a team together and all the resources and actually 
actually achieving something tangible. Mm, seeing something come to life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's cool. Nice family man. Yes, I am a family man. Yeah, is that Larry or is that Larry? Sorry. <laughs> that's Larry. That's Larry. Larry or Dad. But uh, yeah, I've got um, I've got two sons, mm-hmm. teenage sons and awesome. a wife. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very very cool, like that. So, what does your career journey look like? So, how did you get to this aha moment of co-founding Urban Solutions? Yeah, it's, um, I think it's first you've got to actually. I found you, you know, in the professional sense, uh, you need to have something behind you. So, um, I went to university, got an engineering degree, yep. reasonably good at maths yep. and that sort of that side of things. Probably enjoyed enjoyed um, you know languages and um, and arty things a little bit more. I was gonna I was gonna get into marketing, but then um, I managed to after engineering school, I got a fantastic job working on a project. Um, so in engineering is my thing, um, and I did the back in the day. I did my classic OE and went overseas over to uh, to London um, and and got on some really amazing projects. And at the time, I'm sure it's the same now. That employers loved New Zealanders um, yeah. for the innovation. Um, got some really amazing opportunities um, with large infrastructure projects. And about five years later, I decided that um, I would come back. Um, and because I really wanted to live in one city, yeah. come back to live in Auckland, yeah. um, and I sort of uh, I worked for I worked for a previous company that a consultancy that I that I that I worked, worked for um, as a graduate. When I came back, they accepted me back, and worked on some really good projects for about six years, um, and then decided, um, you know what, I just want to try running my own consultancy, my own business, cool, yeah, uh, and set up set up. You know what I really wanted, and, and what I really wanted was to work on really cool projects. Um, you know, get better at being a project manager and an engineer, and then all that happened. Um, and I took a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time as I got married and I got you know a house and everything happened within a very short period of time. They've all worked out. Yeah, that's good. Um, and um, but the one thing going forward in my career from twenty years ago is. Things change all the time. Mm-hmm. You've got to keep up with the play, mm-hmm. develop. Um, there's different ways of doing things, yeah. and you really got to embrace change and the future and technology. But the thing that doesn't change is uh, interacting with people and, 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 and the way the way the team comes together. Yeah. So some things change, some people, things don't. Um, even though we go for twenty years, uh, I find that we probably reinvent ourselves probably. It, Every six months to a wow. year. Almost. Wow, that's so interesting. So you got to be very, you got to refresh all the time. Yeah, that's so interesting. It's very easy to get stale. So throughout that journey, throughout that journey, um, probably about six or seven years ago, we did get a bit stale, uh, and it, and you, you don't realise you're going out of existence, but um, but you've got once you realise that, um, mm. it's fine. Yeah, you wow, re- that's re- so interesting. Sort of reinvent yourself, but but use the legacy of your company and and all your contacts. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. To leverage it, yeah. Uh, what's something that you would wish you knew at the start of your career in business that you'd tell yourself, you know, your old you? Um, well, for for my career as an engineer, um, I really wish I, like, on the side, would have learned a few of the basics. So, for, for, in, for an engineer or design or construction, you know, um, learning how to use um, some of the design tools um, mm. and uh, and get a better appreciation of, of, of the civil 
construction as opposed to the academic world. Mm. That would have been good for my career. Yeah. That's why I try and impart on my on the, the younger people coming through. For um, for business wise, um, it, it really is the hardest question is why are you doing it and some 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 meaningful objectives mm. Mm. and goal setting and and then, and then keeping accountable to that. Yeah. And then bring people along for the journey. That is, it sounds simple. It's one of the hardest things to do. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, man, these answers are really good. What's been one of your biggest challenges in business, and did you learn anything from it? Um, yes, I mean, there's lots of challenges. Uh, when the market changes completely, or when a um, a major client or contract um, gets taken from un- underneath you, yeah. and you've got everything set up. Yeah. Um, or something like, I mean, a really tangible event that everybody can relate to is the first lockdown on COVID, mm. or the second lockdown, or how it affected people in different ways. Yeah. Uh, for our business, our contracts were pretty much suspended or cancelled overnight, uh, and we relied heavily on um, one, one, one market. Um, so we had to adapt, adapt very quickly. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of being resilient. I suppose over the years, tw- over 20 years, you've become quite resilient. Mm. Sure. And you know where your baseline is, yeah. where you can retract to, yeah. and then how you can build again. Yeah. So yeah, that's been that's been very very useful because it gives you faith into the future. You're not so you put that worry energy into actually the energy to be resilient and rebuild mm. or change things. Mm. Yeah, that's so interesting. And then I guess like um, once you come up with the processes, then to move forward when you hit get hit with the next challenge, you've got some form of foundation for how you can move past it and you know be resilient as a person to get through and have a bit of grip to get to the next yeah that's great but it's also um the analogy is really being being uh, physically fit mm. um your business fit so you you can take the punches and you can take the surprises and the and the um the issues that you miss out on your on your risk management and, 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 and the risk identification mm. and um and you're able to able to adapt to those things mm. yeah um, what has been a highlight in the business journey? A moment that stands out to you? Oh, there's, there's so many. Um, you know, the, when you win a big contract or a new client, it's very exciting. Yeah. But for me, the most exciting thing is actually when the project is successfully finished. Yes. And it's that completion, and it's just done, and you can, and it's just in time memorial, it's in place, and all the benefits are being realised. That's great for me. Um, also seeing, um, it's also really good when you see people in the team develop to a point where you think back, might be months or years, sometimes it's years, mm. and you realise how they weren't very capable, or they weren't, they didn't have the, you know, the right, they didn't have the stuff basically, and, and then they, they, they turn it around, build and build on it, and they become, you know, very, very effective professionals. Yeah, that's so interesting. Mm. It's cool how many business owners answer that question with, you know, the development of people and the people under them in their business. And essentially that's what you're saying, you know, is that like under your business and what you've been able to achieve, you've been able to see a person develop in their career and in their knowledge and expertise. Yeah, it's when they take an opportunity, when take opportunities presented to them and they just um, hit them out of the park. Mm. And uh, that's, that's, that's very very um very satisfying to see that development mm, that's really cool i love that um turning into more of the 
the relationship that you have with the ice house because you are part of the co-working space that we have here in Parnell in Auckland. How did you hear about the ice house and you know decide to and the co-working space that we have? I, I knew about the ice house through just word of mouth and brand. Uh, it was actually my accountant that that had just taken us an office space, a co-space, um, who who mentioned it to me. I could pick up an opportunity pretty quickly, so I, so I raced around and um, and met up, saw the space, um, got a quick understanding of what it was like, and pretty much signed up straight away. Awesome. Um, because and the reason it, that, that was one part of the reason why I made that decision, but the other reason was we were already doing co-sharing with another larger firm, uh, and it was just after the lockdown of COVID, and our lease had come up, and. The chemistry and the culture had changed remarkably because of everybody being away from the office. Mm, wow. So I felt that a change was as good as a holiday. Mm. So I was I was definitely sold on co-working spaces and sharing spaces. They got really good energy. Yeah. Um, but I just needed a complete nice reset um, and a nice refresh. Uh, so that's so that's the main reason why I can make a pretty quick decision mm. and and bring and bring people across here. So it sort of worked in. Uh, at the time, um, there was a bit of a, a bit of a reset in some of the staff, so that 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 really helped. Mm-hmm. So it was, a, it was sort of a, like a sort of like a new chapter, really. Not a new beginning. It's a new chapter. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I like that. Changes sometimes as good as a holiday. Yeah, pretty much. Especially when you're bringing a whole team along for that change, and you know people can get yeah. a bit of a boost. So I'm sure there'd be some hard parts of that change too. Yeah. Um, and and there's some really, but there's also some very tangible reasons. I mean. A shared space is fantastic because it has the energy of a much larger company mm-hmm. without being the need to have a larger company. Mm-hmm. So you can have professional relationships and sort of, um, you know, coffee, hall, hall, hallway sort of conversations with people um, socially without having to, um, you know, have a big company. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the facilities. It's just a nice modern working environment, and um, it's it can be it's very conducive to sort of the the, the way of working, the way yeah. we work. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, we're recording this in our co-working space, and you can hear people chatting and coffeeing outside. But it's cool because it does give that um, yeah bigger business um, feel uh, to lots of our small, medium-sized companies. Um, yeah, you know, to be able to have the people to bounce ideas off and um, talk to and all that sort of stuff. So that's really cool. Are there any other uh, benefits to co-working apart from sitting across from me? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's one big benefit. Um, There's some good friendships, but this also provides, as a business owner, um, when you've got to be resilient and you've got to be, um, you know, looking for opportunities and expanding and restructuring, it gives you flexibility in terms of the size, yeah. um, so you can you can you can expand, which is always nice to do. Uh, if if needed, you can contract, um, uh, and just just it just gives a bit of mental space for um, not needing to deal with it in a fixed environment. Mm-hmm. Like you're taking a, you know, the alternative is taking a long term office lease just for your company, mm-hmm. uh, and you get really locked into that. Yeah. Um, and it makes it very it makes it very flexible when yeah. you need to change. Yeah, I know a few business owners, even in my personal world, that made the call post COVID, had big lease properties, and just 
you know, just made the call that this is not a cost that was needed if they were to fight fires, you know, right at the start of those lockdowns, losing yeah. business and things. Um, being able to get the cash essentially back in hand for that lease was a, a, a massive deal and, and since I've moved to a co-working space because, yeah, not having that uh, cost hanging over your head is, is a bonus, especially in the last couple of years. Yeah, there's also, um, it, it outsources the uh, office management um, yes, which yep. is a real advantage um, for a small company because one, it gets done properly and professionally in a co-working space. Yeah. So uh, it, it, it's a really good level of service. Whereas in a in a in a dedicated um, smaller office space, you still need to run the office and run the supplies and uh, um, and the operational side of things, mm-hmm. and photocopy contracts, um, coffee machines, all that sort of stuff. Um, and uh, it's just one less thing that the business owner has to do. You can focus on other, other aspects of more, you know, pretty more important yeah. priorities in the yeah. business. Yeah, I've never thought about that, of course. Like, you don't think that restocking coffee and um, looking after bathrooms and stuff is this big job, but it actually is massive. Oh, when I didn't have to read and renew my photocopy um, contract, um, <laughs> I was super happy. Yeah, yeah, that's so interesting. That's a great bonus. Cool. Anything that you've implemented into your work or your team routine now that you're in a co-working space? Like, I don't know, like any any new ways of working that have come out of being a co-working space? Uh, we, I'm not quite sure if it's a working sp- because of the co-working space, probably with a catalyst, but we, we tend to use a lot more digital technology yep. um, for meetings yep. um, or getting together or communicating. So it's easy to attend a meeting for instance um, partially people appear partially people online mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to be an impediment anymore mm-hmm. um, having a range of different different size meeting rooms um, and different um, different graduations and formality down to having a coffee around the, the coffee area um, it, it, it makes it a lot more conducive to clients uh, and, um, and other associates coming in. Mm, yeah, external people coming to meet yeah. you. It's just easy to have coffees and catch yeah. up in meeting rooms and things yeah, like that. Yeah, and also with staff working on different projects and, you know, it's easy to have. Uh, I used to go to hallway meetings, but now, you know, you, you can sit at a nice, um, nice soft um, chair <laughs> and have a cup of coffee. And, you know, yeah, it's no drama. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's cool. Nice. Favourite feature within the space? Uh, by popular choice, the coffee <laughs> and <laughs> in the bar kitchen area uh, yeah. is fantastic. Um, yeah. I do love the parking, I must say. Yeah. It's no. probably a very uncontroversial to say, but I do like to have access to a, to transport because of our regional nature of our projects. Yeah. So it makes life very simple. Yeah. Uh, the location is fantastic, Parnell, and and this, this, this part of Parnell, down St George's Bay Road. Really nice. Uh, it's, very, it's, very, it's very modern working, it's very, um, very on point, it's, not, it's a nice place, to, nice place to be. Yeah, fully agree with that, that's awesome. What's one thing you wish this space had? We did ask for a table tennis table. <laughs> they're very, they're very, they're very um, they occupy a lot of space, um, but um, yeah, maybe it's nothing back to the old, the, the, the old shared space, um, and maybe maybe it wouldn't not get used. Um, I'm I'm pretty happy with what, what we got here. Yeah, I fair. can't really complain. It was, it was way it was way down on my in my previous list. Um, <laughs> no, that's good. Pros and cons of a, of a table tennis table. That's awesome. 
Um, thank you for sharing your experience in this space and also a bit about your business. We'd love just to finish the conversation up by, by um, knowing what the future looks like for Urban Solutions and your business. Uh, the future's looking really bright actually. Uh, getting through the first wave of COVID was challenging, but yeah. it's made us a lot more resilient and we've got a lot more diversity in our clients. Okay. We've got some really good um, um, land development uh, and coastal infrastructure projects, as well as our traditional um, local government clients, cool. doing parks and reserves and open spaces and all sorts of transport projects. So um, we've got a healthy, healthy order book um, and with the current outlook that's currently happening around the world, got used to things changing all the time, mm. I'm, pretty, I'm, pretty, I'm feeling pretty buoyant. That's awesome. Mm, That's so cool. It sounds like things are doing well. You've got a great team. I personally love connecting with the team, your team, when, when I come back up to Auckland. And um, yeah, excited to see where the business goes. And I could ask you probably a million other questions, but you're a busy man, so I'll let you get back to work. But thank you for your time and for being on the podcast and sharing a bit about your story. Appreciate awesome. it. Thank you for the opportunity. Fantastic. Thank you.